to Hobes and Az. Round one has completed. The footy's back on. We're ready for round two. We're gearing up. We've got so much to talk about. As how are you, buddy? How's things? Yeah, I'm well, mate. Uh, first round of the NRL over. Cracking our first round, uh, to say, and, and looking forward to, uh, obviously, the coming weeks. Mate, before we start breaking down the game, I think what we should do, mate, is give a rap to the greatest hooker of our time. Cameron Smith has announced his retirement last week before the NRL kickoff. Uh, mate, Cameron Smith, you know, to play, you know, over 430 NRL games, uh, played for Maroons, captain for the Maroons, captain for Australia, captain for the Storm. What a career and what a legacy uh, for Cameron Smith. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, like I said, he's the greatest hooker I've ever seen. Some people have him as the greatest player they've ever seen. He's not the greatest player I've ever seen, uh, but he's definitely the greatest hooker I've ever seen. There's no doubt about that, mate, and there's no way someone will break what he has done while we're alive. He's done it all, played for Australia, won Origin Series, done it all, won the GFs. Uh, He's a freak. There's no doubt about it, mate, and congratulations on what a career. Yeah, what an absolute career for Cameron Smith. He was just cool, calm and collected on the field. I mean, he could goal kick, he could orchestrate games, he could speed up the game and he could also slow down the game. He was just one of those gifted players. You know, he wasn't the fastest or the the most skilled player, but he was probably one of the smartest rugby league players that we've seen play the game. And that's probably why he's been so successful. 100%, no doubt. Extremely smart player. Extremely smart. Like you said, knew when to uh, slow the game down, uh, whether his team needed a breather or whether they were under the pump and he just knew when to when to flick the switch, mate, when it was go time and when, you know, when it was time to pull up. Unbelievable. Mate, so he won three premierships for the Storm, 11 series wins for the Maroons, and uh, he won 49 games for Australia. Captain his country. Well done, Cameron Smith. Kudos to you. Enjoy retirement, mate. And I'm pretty sure they will make you an immortal uh, down the track. No, no doubt he's an immortal. There's no doubt whatsoever. So, as what we'll do, mate, we'll break down the games on the weekend. We'll go through uh, and share our thoughts on some of the games. And um, we'll talk a little bit about what the needling points are to talk about. Um, mate, any game on the weekend that caught your eye uh, that you'd love to start off first? Or, you know, what about your Tigers, mate? Do you want to start there? It's probably a um, a point there where you probably want to get it off your chest. Let's talk about the Tigers and the Raiders, eh? No, mate, I don't really want to talk about the Tigers first. I'm seething. I'm not happy. Um, I'd rather talk about the Bunnies and Storm, the first game, uh, and then we can get to the uh, the abysmal, woeful, horrendous performance from my Tigers in the second half. Mate, I won't be able to sleep for about three days. Uh, it's unbelievable. Can't believe what I witnessed. Uh, but, yeah, let's start with the Storm and Rabbitohs, please. Uh, also, to mention, there was no real surprise on the weekend, mate. The Warriors, you know, a little bit of an upset there, I suppose, but there was no real surprise with the other games. They all sort of went to what people were thinking. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's start with our bunnies and the Storm, eh? Mate, what a way to start off. The Melbourne Storm and the 
and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They came out firing Melbourne Storm. They looked like they hadn't missed a beat. Mate, a whole new era has started at the Melbourne Storm. New captains, new plays, new everything that's going on. But, mate, they come out of the blocks absolutely firing. The game in the first 18 minutes, it was 18-0. Ryan Pappenhausen, wow, what a play. Yeah, mate. He's just on an upward spiral, that kid. I mean, just taking his game to another level. And, you know, as much as good as Teddy is, which he is, he's a freak. He's the best player in the world. He's the best fullback in the world. Uh, Ryan Pappenhaus looks like he's he's trying to climb that mountain that Teddy has set. And, um, you know, he, he's on his way up there. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, he's got everything, hasn't he, mate? Speed, awareness, has it all, Ryan Pappenhausen. Mate, he's unbelievable. Just the pace. I mean, we always talk about no substitute for pace. But, um, you know, the first try of the NRL season, Cameron Munster, you know, first two minutes breaks the line. Obviously dummied inside to Pappenhaus and Latrell obviously read it wrong. And, you know, Munster just broke through and carried Adam Reynolds over the line for a great way to start the competition. Mate, not long after that, Pappenhausen again in the midst of it. They, they made a break downfield. They spread the ball wide and Fox kicked it on the inside and Jerome Hughes was tackled. Mate, the next play, Pappenhausen could have gone out to the right-hand side, but he just turned it back on the inside of Justin Ollam and he was under the post as. It was 12-0 after nine minutes. It was just ruthless. Yeah, it's, just, it's unbelievable what Melbourne Storm continually do year after year. It's like they're on the roids. You can't fathom how good this team is. Year after year, mate, they just rarely have a bad season, mate. Craig Bellamy's turned this club into a powerhouse. And going on to, like you're saying, Ryan Pappenhaus, the bloke's only a rake. I mean, he'd lucky to weigh what uh, Nelson Osofa Solomon is one leg weighs. He's that light, it's not funny. And to play like he does, unbelievable, mate. This was against the Premiership favourites. I mean, we've called the Rabbitohs, you know, our favourites to win the whole competition. As it was 22-6 to six at half-time, I was dumbfounded at this game. I thought it would be a lot closer than what it was. In the end, the score did come down and Storm only won by eight. But as where do you see this? I, I know it's round one. I know we can't be too carried away. But where do you see these two teams sitting? Like, do the Rabbitohs go up a gear? Is Melbourne going to plateau out? Or is Melbourne just going to keep flying? I mean... It's really hard to work out how you can come out of the blocks first part of the season and be up 22-6 at half-time. Unbelievable. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, like you said, they just come out of the, the block and, and South were shell-shocked. And, you know, credit to South in the second half, you know, the, the better attitude and holding on to the ball, mate. And that's what that this game is going to be all about this year, mate, is obviously uh, ball control. I mean, if you continue to hold on to the ball and, and not make silly mistakes, uh, you're liable to score points because... Uh, fatigue is massive in this game now today, mate. It, it, it's that quick and, you know, if it only takes one little player to slacken off and, you know, you're going to be cut to shreds. So, um, you know, credit to South for coming back there. But, I mean, yeah, Melbourne Storm, wow. Um, do you panic? No. Uh, there's no panic over here. And, and, I mean, South supporters shouldn't panic as well. I mean, any supporters shouldn't, shouldn't panic. It's round one, mate. Um, you're going to have teams a bit off or, or, or trying to get used to the new rules, etc. So, I mean, um, you know, let's just watch the coming weeks, but uh, definitely no uh, panic buttons should be pressed. Um, as I guess it'd be, it's probably one thing to point out. Under coach Craig Bellamy, 20 years of the Melbourne Storm, they've never lost round one. Isn't it unbelievable how they can just get up at the start of every season, all the controversies that they've had in the past and, 
you know, premierships being taken off them and, um, you know, for them to just keep succeeding the way they do, losing all their players, their big three, the big four, for them to keep turning up round one and performing the way they do, it's an absolute credit to the system. Oh, no doubt about it, mate. Yeah, unbelievable. That's the only word I can use. To not lose a game round one, unbelievable, mate. just shows what he can do with, uh, you know, players coming and going and he continues to produce them to get up uh, for the first game of the season. Absolutely freakish, but that's why he'll go down as one of, if not uh, the greatest coach ever. Obviously, it's debatable, but I'm saying to you, he's, he's definitely up there with the Bennetts uh, and the like. So, crazy, mate. Kudos. Um, as, all right, we'll move along to Friday night. So, the first game was Newcastle Knights versus the Bulldogs. The Newcastle Knights won this game 32-16. to 16. Uh, Mate, Daniel Saifidi, the co-captain for the Newcastle Knights, he stepped up, scored a couple of tries. And, mate, it was 18-10 at halftime. The Dogs were actually in this. Uh, it was actually, you know, an arm wrestle at the start, but um, Newcastle too classy in the end. Yeah, mate. I mean, um, people are saying this was a 50-50 game. I wasn't too sure about that. I, I mean, I like the Knights. Obviously, Pong is out as well. Uh, probably their their best player. Yeah, for them to, to come out the blocks was, was good to see. And uh, definitely for the big fella, the big Fijian you know, running with that ball and put on a couple of tries was, was good to see. Obviously, um, getting the captaincy uh, has lifted his spirits and he's trying to lead in the right way, which was good to see. And, um, yeah, Newcastle looked good, mate. Um, as the surprising one for me was Mitchell Barnett. I mean, you know, he scored a great try. He ran a good line and Connor Watson put him through a great hole and uh, ran away to score just before half time. But, man, I was surprised that he's actually a goal kicker. He's, he kicked four from five and had a couple of penalty goals and... Um, mate, really surprising, and he's probably a, a good back rower to have. Very handy. Uh, he looked all right kicking the ball, so um, obviously he's a good player, mate, good upcoming player. Forwards kicking goals are unbelievable, mate. Taki uh goes enormous for the Roosters, uh, and now you've got Mitch Barnett. So, um, yeah, it's good to see. Mate, Craig Fitzgibbon back in the day too for the Roosters, eh? Seriously, some of these good old goal kickers. Very handy, very handy kicker. Oh, Fitzy for the Saints. Oh, yeah, St. George as well. <laughs> um, all right, as moving along to Friday night, the Broncos versus the Eels. Now, the Broncos come out firing. It was 16-0 at halftime to the Broncos. What can you say about this game? Uh, I'm a bit, bit shocked, to be honest with you. I mean, um, good for Milford. Finally, Milford stood up a bit, um, you know, and to repay the uh, Bronx of what they've uh, forked out for him. A Commonwealth Bank and a half, they've paid him, and he, he's given us nothing, and he's uh, he stood up. He, he played well, mate, so I, I was surprised. Hopefully that continues. But, uh, I mean, Brisbane can't look good, mate. They, they, you know, they come out with the right attitude, and, yeah, it's, I, I was completely surprised um, with the scoreline at half time. Could Parra come back? I thought, mm, they definitely can. They've got great attacking weapons, but um, looked like Brisbane had uh, their defence was definitely up for it. But um, obviously the second half, it, it just showed, um, you know, obviously the Eels got a rocket put up their backside and, and they just kept coming. And good, that's what good teams do, mate. They don't lay down and they keep coming and that's what the Eels did. I was obviously happy, you know, obviously happy with the result. I wasn't happy, obviously, at half time. Uh, being down 16-0 against the Broncos, Parramatta just kept dropping the ball, kept turning it over and 
Um, mate, they weren't completing at all. I think they only completed eight sets in the first half. So it was really disappointing. Um, but again, ball control. Parramatta just come out in the second half. Reed Marnie, I thought he had a fantastic game. I thought he, he was Parramatta's best on field. Um, obviously, Blake Ferguson putting his body on the line to score that try in the corner. Um, but, mate, look, to be honest with you, as I, I'm actually surprised Parramatta did come back and win this game. Um, normally, when they are so far behind, especially 16-0 at halftime, it's really hard to come back out and win 24-0 in the second half, effectively. So it's good that Parramatta won this game. I'm still very unsure about how their season's going to go. All I'm worried about is this week, mate. If we play the way we do against Melbourne, it would have been 32-0 at halftime, and um, we wouldn't have come back from that because you know the great teams just don't do that. Was impressed as well with Anthony Milford. I thought he, you know, controlled the game really well. And some of the torpedoes he was putting up were great kicks. And, you know, even just the, you know, the kick across field for Xavier Coates to score his first try. I thought that was really good, mate. I thought that was um, promising from, for Broncos fans and for Kevin Walters. And you know, obviously Xavier Coates did get injured there in that sickening try uh, when Gutho was coming across. And, uh, scored the try and landed on his neck. So, you know, hopefully he is well and um, recovering pretty speedy. Luckily, there was no major damage there. Um, I guess as one I do want to talk about is this is two weeks now. So the Cowboys and the Broncos played in a trial um, two weeks ago and Broncos were ahead at halftime. They didn't score a point in the second half. Most of last year, this is what happened to the Broncos. They started well and then they just got run down. Parramatta's now done it to the first round of the 2021 Premiership. Is this worrying sides for the Broncos? No, I don't think it's a, a worrying issue. I mean, the Bronx lost four players to injuries, mate. So, obviously, there was fatigued players playing extra minutes there. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried if I was a Broncos supporter. I would have been quite happy with the performance they put in, considering how they, they were last year. Um, you know, they, they've obviously come with better attitude this time and go out to a 16-0 lead. Um, yeah, it was 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 positive to see. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, like I said, I don't think it's an issue, mate. But um, we'll obviously have to see how they play in the coming weeks. A really gutsy effort from the Broncos, and it's really good to see. So, look, hopefully, it's upwards and onwards for the Broncos, um, mate. So we'll jump over to Saturday. So Super Saturday started off, and uh, the Warriors and the Titans played at Central Coast Stadium. The Warriors won this game, nineteen to six. Uh, probably the one surprise of the weekend, Dad. Uh, it was. I mean, it was sort of a dour affair for mine. I mean, the, the Titans were just – nothing was really gelling. Uh, Fafita looks a shell of himself, but obviously you can't you can't go off at him, mate. He's been injured. He was out for nearly a whole year. So see how he continues to improve in the coming weeks, and hopefully he does, and the Titans will be right. But, I mean, good on the Warriors, mate. Like I said, I, I, I predict they have – finish down the bottom, I mean, but um, hopefully they throw a bit of egg on me face and I can cop it from the Kiwis out there. Hopefully they continue with the performance they put on. I mean, it looked like their defence is all right and and obviously, you know, a couple of tries here and there were, were, were good as well. So obviously very interesting to see how the Warriors play in the coming weeks. Yeah, really good to see the Warriors get off to a start. I was surprised. I did tip the Titans to win this one. The Warriors just, they look good. They look good through the middle. They looked fit. Uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek looks like he's going to in for a big season. Uh, Torhu Harris as well, a uh, big fan of him. And Mate, I was actually really surprised with Bunty Afoa. I thought when he came off the bench into the game, I thought he really lifted 
what the Warriors platform had done with Adam Fanua Blake. I thought he was absolutely outstanding for a great start for him in the Warriors' colours. Um, what a player, Adam Fanua Blake. They got an all right forward pack, the Warriors. Um, also, Kane Evans didn't play, so the Warriors fans should be uh, quite uh, positive. They look good, mate. Mate, I guess the question mark for me over the Titans, and it's probably the reason why I didn't put them in my eight, is I'm not sold on Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty. Um, I thought they didn't really control the game. You know, a lot of push passes. You know, the kicks weren't real great. They were just midfield bombs most game. And uh, look, a lot of improvement to come. I know it is only round one. I don't want to be too harsh on the Titans, but we'll see how it all plays out over the next four to six weeks. We'll sort of know where the Titans are sitting. I can't disagree with you there, mate. Ash Taylor needs to step up, mate. I mean, everything's uh, out on the table. He he said he's in a right frame of mind. He said uh, life is well. So, you know, he needs to step up. He's on massive money as well. Um, And he needs to lead these Titans around the park. Uh, Jamal Fogarty, obviously, a bit strange for them not to be gelling. I think that that should have been worked on quite a bit in the off-season. So, Let's just hope, like you said, uh, see how it plays out in the coming weeks um, because hopefully for Titans fans, they can fix these combinations up. Yep. All right, Az, uh, let's move along to the Roosters and the Sea Eagles. Now, the Roosters, what an absolutely schmuckle of the uh, Sea Eagles. It was 46-4. to As what's going on with the manly Warringah Sea Eagles? Uh, like I said to you, mate, they ain't making the eight. You can get Turbo, you can get anyone. Ian Roberts, throw in uh, Matthew Ridge, Shannon Nevin, Neil Teeny, anyone. Throw them all in. I couldn't get – put Denny Moore and Hopper back on the wing. They're not making the eight, mate. They are gone. And I'll say that now. Mate, it was a dead set bloodbath. And, uh, you know, the best five eight in the world, he's now playing halfback because he doesn't care. Just lit him up, mate. He's that good. It's definitely worrying signs for Manly. I mean, the media's already come out and says uh, there's a lot of pressure on Desi after one game. Manly needs to fix this up and fixes up quick, smart, mate, before, um, yeah, the knives are out because uh, they're already getting sharpened. They're already after Desi. So, yeah, mate, what can you say? The Roosters were just on fire, weren't they? Jake Friend with another concussion. It's definitely worrying signs for him, mate. He's getting older and older and, um, you know, the concussions continue to happen, mate. So uh, there's a possibility he should be looking at retirement. You've got to look after your life, mate. Uh, there's life after rugby league and, um He's definitely got a lot of things to think about. Yeah, really worrying signs there for Jake French. Such a great player. Puts his body on the line each and every week. But I do know that the Roosters do look after the head knocks. I think they're one, probably the one club that does look after their players in that form with Boyd Cordner already sitting out for the first 12 weeks. You know, Luke Keary had some time off last, last year as well with head knocks. Um, mate, would this be the end? Do you think of Jake Friend? Does he really need to sit down now and you know listen to the medical staff and take their advice? I know he's got a plumbing business that's obviously doing well, so definitely has to sit down and have a think about it, mate. Like I said, your life's more important than rugby league. Yeah, mate. Well, let's break down this game. Um, Tedesco, three tries. I mean, Pappenhausen come out on the weekend, scored two tries. There was a lot of talk about Pappenhausen being the number one fullback in the game. Um, you know, chasing up Teddy's heels. But, mate, Tedesco showed his class yet again. He's just so dangerous with the ball, backs up through the middle. He's always there, Tedesco. Um, you know, and, and not only him as uh, Brett Morris. Like, these Morris twins, like, mate, they're 39 years old. They just carve up, don't they? 
I mean, Brett Morris is very unlucky to get a major injury, mate. But, I mean, he's he goes down definitely as one of the greatest wingers I've ever seen. And, you know, to see him still perform at a high level at this age is unbelievable, mate. For them to continue to play the way they are, Brett and Josh, obviously it's, um, yeah, great to see. Robbo made a change before the kickoff with uh, Maria Hargreaves starting on the bench, uh, which was a bit surprising for mine, and, and putting Lindsay Collins with his Barry Beef mi- missing at the front. Um, into the starting pack. So, um, yeah, like I said, he's just trying to see what works for the team and and, uh, good on Lindsay Collins for getting the start. Mate, I thought he actually had one of his best games, Lindsay Collins. I thought he was probably, you know, one of their best, best front rowers. I thought he actually did better than Warrior Hargroves. But, mate, the the likes of, you know, Satili Tupanua and Angus Crichton and Tauke Aho, like, what players, eh? Seriously, mate, this... Roosters team is just going to be there about again, um, mate. Wow. Tupanua is definitely a great up-and-coming forward. I mean, gee, he looks good, mate. And uh, if he continues to improve, obviously, you know, the right attitude, etc., he, he's going to be something special. There's no doubt about that. The, the kid can play. Uh, Takiaho, what can we say about the bloke? He kicks goals. You know, he just puts his head down, takes the ball forward. He's a hard runner. Uh, another great player, mate. So I think the Roosters are right where they need to be, mate. And um, obviously they'll need to back up that performance this week. But you know, there's talks about Des Asler now on the chopping block to be the first coach. Uh, you know, going to get tapped on the shoulder. I mean, surely they can't be looking at that already. It's first round. They've just got pumped by the Roosters. But uh, look, Manly did look out of sorts. Uh, I mean, they've got you know they don't have a number nine. They don't have an experienced number nine. I thought Lachlan Croker was horrible uh, in hooker. He just, you know, all he was doing was just passing it to Cherry Evans. So it was so easy to read. You know, Dylan Walker's not a fullback and, you know, showed that. I thought he should have been in the centres. Maybe Ruben Garrett going back to the fullback or, you know, putting in Morgan Harper or something like that. And also surprising not having uh, Shushla on the bench, mate. I don't know how you do not have him in that team, mate. He's your up-and-coming young star and he's playing for the New South Wales Prems. Uh, against the North Sydney Bears. Uh, yeah, surprising for me from Des uh, to not have that kid in your team. He's the coach in the hot seat at the moment. Like I said, we'll have to see how it plays out, mate. Okay, mate. Uh, the last game on Saturday, the Panthers 24 over the Cowboys 0. One-way traffic here. Cowboys, they kept Penrith 8-0 at half time, mate. So, you know, trying to penalty goal the difference, I don't think that was too bad, but to not score, uh, definitely worrying, mate. Um, I know you played the uh, runners-up last year, but you know to not even put a try on, it's definitely worrying. Penrith, uh, what can we say about Penrith? They'll just continue to march on. Like I said here, mate, there'll be no hangover or anything from them. They, they just continue to improve, mate. They're a young team. Um, they're definitely the team on the up. So, uh, yeah, watch out because uh, I, I think they're, they're even hungrier this year. Look, Look, I still don't see it yet as. I know it's like round one. They've just won 24-0 against the Cowboys, who I believe the Cowboys will be challenging the Dragons for the wooden spoon. So I don't give the Cowboys much chop this year. You know, it'd be interesting to see how Penrith go over the next few weeks. They've got, a, you know, some some good games coming up. But, mate, they do look like, like they're enjoying their football. Um, the likes of, you know, Jerome Luai and Stephen Crichton and Brian Toto. Um, what a powerhouse that young kid is too. As yeah, mate. Wow. It, it, like I said, most of them have all played together since they were kids. So, 
the, the brotherhood's there, mate. And that's that's why Penrith's so good, mate. They all want to play for each other. They're all in it for each other. To get rid of, uh, you know, some veterans in, in Tarmao, man. So, like I said, I don't think it was a bad move at all. They're just blooding more younger and younger blood into the team, mate. It's just refreshing. It's good to see. And, you know, they're, they're going to have a great team for years to come. All right. So, as where do the Cowboys look? I know Todd Payton come out in his press conference talking about Jason Tamalolo, um, you know, obviously putting him on the bench. He, he only played, you know, for about 40 minutes of the game. Uh, I think he had two 20-minute stints. So, a lot less game time for him. Uh, where do you see that affecting Tamalolo? Do you reckon he's going to come out firing this week? Do you reckon it's going to, you know, put some unsettlement in there? Or is Todd Payton just laying down the law? They obviously would have talked before kickoff. And uh, Toddy might have said to me, mate, I think you're playing a bit a bit too long. We need to keep you injury-free, etc. You need to get the breather at the right time and come on for your, your second stint. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's an issue at all, mate. But, I mean, I wouldn't be worried if I was a Cowboys fan, mate. You've just played the runners-up um, and, you know, you're still learning uh, how your new coach wants you to play. Like I said, the worrying thing was not scoring a try. Fair enough, mate. That's not good to see. But you're playing under a new coach, mate. You've got to learn uh, what he wants you to do. Uh, and I think they'll figure it out, just like the Warriors last year when, when Toddy took over. I just don't know if Jake Clifford is the halfback for the Cowboys. You know, I, I see halfbacks as the, you know, the orchestras of any football team and they're the ones that need the, the ball in their hands as more as anyone else. Um, Michael Morgan's proven in the past that he has been, you know, a halfback. They had him at 5'8". I, I, I believe Scott Drinkwater should be the 5'8". And uh, Michael Morgan is the halfback. I think Scott Drinkwater's got some good ball-running plays, especially coming in from fullback. Um, I think, you know, the hammer needs to go to fullback or Val Holmes. Like, there's got to be an experiment here and it's got to be a quick change. I just don't know if Jake Clifford is the man, you know, lift the Cowboys up. Got his experience now, Clifford. I mean, he was a young bloke when he came in, so he's got the experience now and he needs to uh, obviously lift his game. Would I give up on him uh, now after the first game? No, nah, just not yet, mate. Um, like I said, yeah, we've got to see how these, this team comes out in the coming weeks and then they can go from there, mate. Um, I, I wouldn't panic just yet. Okay, more to come. Uh, mate, Sunday... Uh, the Raiders, 30 over the West Tigers, 12. As, let's hear it, mate. You know in the words. You want to look them up in the dictionary. Whatever you want to do, mate. Abysmal, woeful, pathetic, rubbish, uh, horrendous. Throw that word in as well. Mate, I was... That second half was absolutely atrocious, mate. I could not believe my eyes. And even when we were two tries down and we got the ball back, they looked at each other like, you have a run. No, you have a run. Um, oh, we don't want the ball. Um, they just didn't know what to do. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, mate, absolutely gobsmacked. Obviously, the first half wasn't wasn't bad. Uh, we, we obviously scored first, and I thought, oh, yeah, right Uh We might be on here. But my good mate Hobes said, uh, I smell an upset here, and uh, it was just downhill. You know, the mockers were on. No, I'm just joking, mate. But, uh, <laughs> uh, mate, I couldn't believe it, eh? Honestly, that second half was terrible. I would have ripped shreds off him. PJ Lalua, honestly, mate, I'm almost safe for that bloke to hang him up. To try and offload like five metres out from your line and 10 metres out line, like, come on, mate. It's all about, you know, holding on to the ball. You know, there's no need to risk anything. We're under the pump. It just blows my mind sometimes what he does. Honestly, when I was watching the Tigers in the warm-up, you know, they look good as. They look like they were ready. They look like they came to play. 
And you know what? Before the game, when I told you I can actually smell an upset, I was actually fair dinkum. And, mate, the, at half time it was 6-all. And I thought the Tigers, you know, looked the better of the two sides. I thought they just, you know, a couple of dumb plays. Yeah, by Lua, we understand that. But um, it is all about ball control. And, you know, against the good teams, you need to have the ball control. You need to secure it. You need to not push passes. You need to literally complete your sets. It's a cliche. Rugby league's a pretty easy game, but you need to control the ball. If you control the ball, complete your sets, you're in the game for the whole 80. And, um, mate, at six all at half time, I was actually thinking, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, mate, straight after half time, the Raiders come out. They must have, you know, got a, uh, you know, kick, kicking from, from Ricky. And, mate, Ryan James to score that try. I mean, good on Ryan James for, you know, being back in the NRL after so long. But, Mate, what a soft, soft try. Exactly. Congratulations to Ryan James, mate. Obviously, um, he's done the hard yards, mate, and he, he wanted to come back, and he, you know, the Raiders picked him up, which I think is a decent pick, mate. People don't realise Ryan James is on the cusp of playing Origin and obviously went down with a devastating injury. So, um, you know, he's hungry to get back, and good good luck to him, mate. He looked good in his first game. But back to the Tigers, mate. I'll name a few more players. Jacob Little, please. Luke Brooks, like, are you serious, mate? A few years ago... You know, half back of the year, people don't realise that, and he's just gone downhill, mate. I mean, kicking out on the full, um, you know, in front of your players before they even pass you the ball. Like he did it a few times, mate. And I'm just like, what are you doing? This is first grade rugby league, mate. And you're playing like you, you're playing under tens. Like it's terrible, mate. And us supporters just sit there, and you know, we get frustrated and stressed because we look like idiots, man. Like it's disgraceful, mate. It, it shouldn't be. We're not going to put up with it, Abes. Like, I've had a gutful of it, mate. You know, it's first grade, mate. For me, for Madge, I think mean, if they're not going to cut it, Jacob Little and, and Brooks, because they're in two of the most important positions in the team, drop them, mate. I don't care. Like, come on. I'm just sick of seeing it every year, mate. Same stuff, dumb stuff. We do. Luke Brooks needs to pick his game up, mate. Big time. He needs to step up, mate. It's his team. You know, just good to see James Tarmel leading our pack. The young boats always have a go. Twile, awesome. McKayley as well. Off Angelo looked good in his first game. Jimmy the Jet, he was so, so, mate. He looked down even a few things, but he flew that flick pass out the out the back to um, Noffa to score, which was good to see. Um, but, yeah, mate, I mean, we just need to, 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 you know, fix up these silly mistakes. It's killing us, absolutely killing us, mate. And I think it'll kill any team. If you, your team drops the ball or... or you know, continues to, to throw forward passes. Um, you know, this is what's gonna gonna happen, mate. You're gonna get carved up. Yeah, mate, you you're not wrong. Yeah, Luke Brooks, he, he definitely needs some, to learn game management. He needs to control the game and set set him up for a win. And mate, I think the shining light for the Tigers was Dane Laurie. I thought he actually played really well. Adam Dewey, mate, when does he come back? Is he is he back this week or is he back in a couple of weeks? Um, does he slot into five eight and and, and Moses Embai? Like I don't know where they're going to put Embai, mate. Um, he's not a five eight, but so I'll have to move him. Dewey will have to go into five eight. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Dane Laurie, hundred percent shining light, awesome, mate. Also, want to give some raps to Tommy Talao. He came on and tried to lift the team, mate. He had some good runs. He probably should be starting for mine and take that other wing position. Uh, young Stefano was all right, the big fella. Yeah, we've got a lot of improvement mm-hmm. to do, mate, and holding on to that ball. Please, please, Tigers, please, please show something this week. Luciano Leilua, I just want to take my hat off to him. I thought he was the Tigers' best on that on the edge. Jeez, he's a good player, isn't he? Luciano. 
Oh, mate. If he continues to work, mate, he can be something as well. I'm so glad we've picked him up, mate. He's he's definitely um, one of our top players. There's no doubt about that. Mate, let's look at the last game, the local derby, the St. George Illawarra Dragons 18, the Cronulla Sharks 32. Uh, in a wet weather game there in, in Cogra. Up, up, Cronulla. We had a few whispers uh, down the grapevine that there was a bit of unrest over there at the Shire, uh, but they didn't didn't look like it, did they? Uh, they come out and just went bang, bang, and we thought, oh, it's the same old St. George from that trial game. Yeah, they've got nothing. Like you said, wet weather, did a drop footy, and uh, but Cronulla was definitely prepared. Yeah, they came out firing, mate. Mate, they did. Now, I watched this game pretty closely. The Dragons, um, you know, did fight back uh, with a good try to Matt Dufty. I thought that was probably one of the great tries uh, for the weekend. You know, just straight up through the middle and showed some pace and went around Kennedy and made under the post. Uh, Mate, not long after that, Cody Ramsey uh, had a try disallowed. Um, And then Cronulla actually went up the other end of the field and scored through Ronaldo Mulatalo, which I, I think he's a fantastic player, that kid, and uh, he could be anything as well. Um, and then after that, it was just all up, up Cronulla, and the game was over. The one positive sign was for the Dragons was the fight back in the second half, which was good to see, mate, because usually they'll lay down, and uh, the Sharkies would have put 40 or 50 on them. How good's the forward, the big bop, a lorry? Doesn't mind a push and shove and a stink as well. Good to see. Bit of mongrel going back into the pack. Paul Vaughan. Uh, Tarek Sims they, they, they all need to lift mate This team I, I just don't know where The positive signs Are going to come from Well mate Corey Norman's back this week Your favourite player Favourite to put in the rubbish bin Oh please Oh my gosh He's not first grade material mate Please I don't know why people Don't admit it Yeah I just don't know Where the positive signs are For the, for the Dragons It just looks like Another dismal year mate It's time for the injury update. That's right, As. Um, mate, there's been a few injuries. There's a couple of players under the injury cloud. So just before we do our footy tips, uh, mate, I think we should know this information. So the Warriors centre, Owen Aiken, is set to be sidelined for eight to ten weeks after he suffered an ankle injury. Mate, big loss there for the Warriors. Brian Kelly, he fractured his hand on the weekend, so he's set to miss three weeks. Matt Lodge is out for about two to three weeks, they're saying, with a low-grade hamstring injury. Obviously, we just talked about Jake Friend, uh, you know, with his concussion. He'll definitely be sidelined this week. Adam Kieran, also for the Roosters, he dislocated his wrist, so, you know, another out for the Roosters. Newcastle, obviously they lost Kurt Mann. There's um, some, you know, signs to say that he's done his MCL. Um, but Bradman Best also, he sprained his ankle, it looks like, against the Dogs. So um be interesting to see the team waste tomorrow for the Newcastle Knights. Obviously, Tom Burgess uh, got injured uh, for the Rabbitohs on Thursday. They're, they are saying that he might come back, but um, being in a neck brace and being in hospital, uh, not too sure there. That's the injury update for this week. Um, yeah, now let's get on to our tips. It's tipping time. That's right, as it is tipping time. So, mate, last week, Hobes got seven out of eight, as got five out of eight. Mate, we are flying, we're doing well already, um, and we're doing our tips on a Monday night. So, 
Uh, mate, here we go. Thursday night blockbuster. Parramatta Eels versus Melbourne Storm. Melbourne, Melbourne, mate. You can't go past. Great win against the Bunnies. Let's just hope they're up uh, and they're not having a letdown game. But uh, I highly doubt that when you've got Craig Bellamy in charge. Um, and Parramatta, I mean, please. You almost got beat by the Broncos. Good luck. You're going to need it, Brad Arthur. Honestly, I'm sipping an upset here. Now, I'm... I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm not saying this because I'm a Parramatta oh, supporter. What are you saying it then? Am. I've got to take my eels. Take your one-eyed <laughs> patch off, son. Come on. <laughs> oh, first game at home. It's Hobes versus my wife's team. It's going to be an absolutely cracker in our household. Um, mate, I have to tip my eels first game Thursday night. We're actually going to the game. So it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be a fun night. And hopefully the eels get the two points. Uh, mate, Friday, 6pm, the Warriors against the Newcastle Knights in Central Coast Stadium. Who wins yeah, I mean, uh, Central Coast, so it's a Warriors home game. I'm going to take uh, the Warriors. And reason being is um, the Bulldogs were abysmal. Uh, Newcastle cut them up, obviously. Um, but there's no Ponga, mate. And that's what's going to influence my decision in this game. I think, I think the Warriors will... will can win this game? Mate, I'm going to take the Newcastle Knights. Um, uh, I just liked what I saw from them. There's a few injury clouds going on. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Newcastle Knights over the Warriors. Uh, mate, Friday night, the Titans versus the Broncos. Um, I've got to go to the Titans, mate. I, I, I think they'll um, get an absolute caning this week at training. And um, they need to lift, and I think they will. Mate, I'm going to take the Titans on this one as well. Uh, I think first game at Seabus Super Stadium, uh, Titans at home. Uh, yeah, I think they'll bounce back pretty well and win this game comfortably. The Bulldogs take on the Panthers at Bankwest Stadium. You've got to take the Panthers, mate. I think they'll be tailing up the Bulldogs here. The dogs look absolutely abysmal. Mate, I'm taking the Panthers as well. I think this will be one-way traffic. Be interesting to see Trent Barrett up against Ivan Cleary. Obviously, they worked closely last year. Um, but, mate, it's all going to be Penrith Panthers for me. Uh, mate, Saturday, 5.30. The Manly Warringah Seagulls take on the Rabbitohs at Lotto Lane. Glory, one, glory to Salsid, me. you got to go to the bonies, mate. After that uh, letdown performance against the Storm, they'll come out firing. And this might be very dangerous for old Desi boy. Um, he possibly will be on the chop here because I think the Bunnies are ready to run riot. I think so too, but I, I'm going to take the Rabbitohs, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a flogging like they copped against the Roosters. Uh, I think Manly, you know, obviously we'll have a lot to work on this week, but I believe that they'll turn up at Lotto Land. The fans will be out in force. Um, they don't like travelling, the Manly fans, but they'll all be there at Lotto Land. Um, I think this will be closer than what everyone's thinking. Last game, Super Saturday, the Cowboys at home. The Dragons. We're taking the Cowboys. Uh, I think they'll be improved. And obviously, Toddy Payton will uh, definitely fix up that issue of no, no tries being scored. If you can't score a try against the Dragons, dead set, just fold up now. The Cowboys should be putting on some points this weekend. Mate, I've got to take the Cowboys as well. Sunday afternoon, the West Tigers take on the Roosters at Campbelltown. Oh, very, very hard pick, this one. Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> look, <laughs> it's east to win, shout out that cry, let everybody know. 
Yeah, mate, you got to take the Roosters. Mate, the Roosters will win this one. Um, again, I don't think it'll be a, a shellacking. I think the Tigers will turn up, um, but I think it will be the Roosters beating the Tigers. Uh, mate, the last game is Cronulla versus the Raiders. There ain't nothing but the green machine. Uh, yeah, go, I'm going the Raiders, mate. Mate, I'm going the Raiders as well. Uh, I think Canberra will win this one comfortably. All right, everyone. That's another week for Hobes and As. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show as much as us. Uh, there's lots to talk about. The footy's back on on Thursday. We cannot wait. Get on the lounge. Put your feet up. Grab a frothy. Grab a bag of chips, do whatever. Round two's about to start. It's fireworks. Let's go.